What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Spence Crosby, a.k.a. Faiska. And I got my three fellas with me today. Notice how I said three. We got Ill Will in the building, a.k.a. The Professor. Tyler's Wellness, a.k.a. I call him TC at times. Tyler Campbell. And then my brother, Justin, a.k.a. JP, also known as Fat Boy. That's the name I gave him growing up. But welcome to Fill Your Cup Podcast. What's up, fellas? I know I got the mic. I'm kind of hogging it right now because we're in an awkward position. But uh, we just came off a great and exciting workout. And it took longer than I wanted to because I'm just like, yo, like, I literally was just going there trying to do, like, a little bit of skill stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop. But then it's just like I wanted them to choose. Tyler chose these curling exercises. And the next thing you know, I'm just like, fuck, I want to do this now. I want to do that. I want to do that. So we just kind of trickled from there. So we just came in from a great workout. And um, let's go ahead and um, – Pour up some tea, guys. Yeah. Pull it up, pull it up. All right, so we was going to go ahead and do the honors, man. And uh, I know I said in the previous podcast with my cousin, um, I got some new tea. So, guys, um, it's as you can tell, it's going to be really hot. And um, so don't burn your lips off. I can see it steaming here. Yeah, exactly. It smells good. It smells good. Yeah, I picked this tea. Uh, I know my brother likes hibiscus a lot, and uh, it's a blend actually. I won't spill tell you guys. Let you guys figure it out. But yeah, it's a hibiscus blend. We got some uh, ginger in there and some uh, Ceylon cinnamon, which I said in a previous podcast. The Ceylon cinnamon is uh, a healthier alternative to cinnamon versus the uh, I think it's called the cassia. But yeah, fellas. Um, so for today's podcast, um, I definitely wanted to um, – I got my brother on here. I want him to say a couple of things. But we have a special podcast lined up for you guys for next week where he's going to talk about his experience. And I'm not going to go no further than that. He has a wonderful experience that he can share with you guys that uh, a lot of listeners won't be able to have experience even listening to this firsthand. You know what I mean? And to be in the vicinity and to be, like, under the same roof, my brother it's like damn i'm being exposed to a whole nother world that is just like wow this is this this is what happens so yeah we're gonna save that podcast for you guys next week but we're just gonna go ahead and crack a few jokes on here get a couple of freestyles and of course leave you guys with something to uh fill your cup with as usual and um yeah i'm gonna go ahead and let my brother introduce himself because you guys have never heard him talk he probably like oh i wonder if he sounds as sexy as his brother So, yeah, go ahead, Jay. Go, go ahead, bro. Get close to the mic, man, and go ahead and let them know. Hi. Uh, my name is Justin Pierce. I'm actually an um, athlete. I'm actually a uh, boxer. So, and, um, man, this yeah, guy, man. man. Hold I on. Mean, I'm not as uh, fancy as my brother with my uh, words. So he had to excuse me, but, you know, I'm just a, just a raw guy with little words to really say. A raw guy, man. Tell us why you're a raw guy. Yeah, what the hell is that? I mean, a raw guy. I mean, I don't really have no special effects to me. I mean, it, I mean, what you pretty much get. I mean, what you pretty much hear. That's pretty much who I am. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's my boring ass brother. He def he's definitely gonna uh, take a sec to warm up because this 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 motherfucker has a lot of jokes. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Um, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a sip of the tea real quick. We gotta set the intention, though, fellas. Heck yeah! Set the intention. Set the intention. Go ahead and grab that teacup, JP. I ain't about to set shit. See, this this is what I was waiting on. Let's go. Come on, get in this mug. This mug is hot. What's the intention, man? Who got a good? Hey, who got a good one? A great conversation. 
conversation today. Go ahead, Jake. Get that mug in here, bro. Oh, yeah. A great conversation great today. Great conversation, man. Ooh, it's hot. Um, yeah, I almost burned. Tyler almost burned his shit like completely off. <laughs> the skin was slowly coming off my fingers. I felt like because it was like, damn. But yeah, like I said, we're just gonna have. Is it? Is it good? Damn, Will, man. Shit. I think my tea hot, man. <laughs> shit. Damn, bro. Um. Cool down a little bit faster than the other others. Yeah, so uh, as you guys know, my well, you guys don't know. Well, people listen to podcasts know my brother. It's a raw guy, and the guy is just honestly, he's the type of person I'm gonna say, either you like him or you don't. And sometimes I cringe when he's around, even uh, friends or my girlfriend or even my mom. I'm like, damn, did he really just say that? And it's just like, shit, bro, you can't say that. But it's just ultimately. I feel like people have to just he's a he's such a raw guy it's kind of hard to accept the truth that he tells and it's just like yeah that's just who he is so either you like him or you don't but I think that's that's thing that's the rawest characteristic you could have with people like you everyone's not gonna like you and once you find when not everybody liking you I think that's when you can live your greatest uh form of liberation you could walk in your um your path and not be uh apologetic about it but yeah so um Today, guys, I want to definitely discuss um, business ventures and um, get a couple of jokes from my brother on here. And um, I want to share the experience that he has so much um, today. But let's talk about business ventures and what do you guys have for um, new, exciting um, in your life and stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic to Tyler, and he's going to go ahead and tell you guys about what he has in his up-and-coming future. All right, guys. <clears throat> Hey, how's it going? <laughs> uh, so basically, um, one of the craziest things that happened uh, relatively recent was uh, I had like a little uh, TikTok video that kind of blew up, right? And from that uh, little, I guess, uh, raise and exposure, I suppose, it gave me like the insight to just be like, okay, if I can get that going on this platform, let's like let's start to organize just some massive content creation and get some stuff out on all platforms and like put some higher production value into just like the smaller things and see how that pays off. Cause some of the smallest things was what yielded the greatest returns. Right. Yeah. So, um, what happened was I started to just look into like my, my flow of creating my content for, uh, for like TikTok and everything, what worked, what didn't. And I started to like one, use my phone camera instead of like, like the actual in stock phone camera, setting it up on like 4k and everything and getting all those settings. Right. And then from there, I'll take that uh, the little video clip that I record, I'll throw it in my video editor, I'll cut it up, you know, do like zooms, all that kind of stuff, get it all set. Then I'll take it into another app and I'll put all of my captions in where it's like words on the screen and everything. So someone who's watching without sound can actually, uh, you know, see what's going on and follow along without having to turn their volume on or whatever. And that's increased my view time because people are able to just read along instead of like hearing it, right? And so uh, from doing those small little things, just like adding a few steps into my process, you know, it adds more time to what I'm doing. But as you know, like adding more time to your editing process definitely yields. So, you know, I just did that, those small little things and it, it yielded, you know, greater returns. So uh, from that one video, <clears throat> it boosted my account. Uh, at the time, I was at like 9,000 followers. So now um, I'm at 10,000, a little bit yeah. over there on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and uh what's insane was like i had taken a little hiatus too right like from there like maybe two two and a half three weeks um and came back and posted that 
And one of the things that you need to get on their uh, creator fund is 10,000 followers. Uh, like I think it was 200,000 watch minutes or something like that, or vid views or something like that. And then um, being at least 18. And from that one video, it got me 200,000 views <laughs> all by itself. <laughs> yeah, over, over 900 followers by itself. And so obviously I was already over 18 too. So I instantly got monetized. <laughs> and now I'm in the creator fund and stuff on TikTok. On YouTube, you apply for the partnership program. Did they just email you and say, hey, you are, you're monetized or you have to go through a process? Yeah, so there is a little bit of a process at first. Um, you do have to opt in to getting it. So once you get 10K, it, it does say, hey, you know, you you qualify. Uh, but then you have to, you know, just like say you, you actually agree to the terms and conditions and such, and then you opt in. Uh, they approve you, and then now you're in the in the fund. So, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like... Um, Tyler's been doing his best to get, well not doing his best he's been trying to get me on a whole tiktok thing and sometimes i feel like i still say that wrong but yeah like I, when he was explaining to me yesterday because we were working out and he was just telling me like bro you could just do this and that i'm just like damn that makes sense and um he said something that i i just is it calls for a different subject because i had wrote it down in the notes because um we were talking and it was basically about once you start to like getting the, the motion of things your goals it's not really so much that it's hard work you know, it's not, at times you can be like, this is hard. But a, a lot of times you just kind of get in the zone. And so, like, when we were talking, I'm just like, doing YouTube, it's like, uh, it's not as hard as I, as I used to say. And then hearing Tyler, like, you know, finally accomplish his 10K uh, followers on TikTok and then over 200,000 uh, views. It's just like, like he said, like, you kind of release those small videos, you get a big one, then small ones and a big one. And then, boom, it just happened. So, the fact is, it's just like you kind of get in that zone of things. And the fact that you was just like, you just, you kind of took a hiatus for a moment. Then you was like, all right, yeah, I'm back now. And then this dude just released a fucking video and just like, boom. So that's just another avenue of income that he just created for himself. And it's just up from there because you're growing your Instagram. You're slowly working on your YouTube and your TikTok. You, you got that to a point where it's monetized now. Yep. Now it's just about producing the content. Exactly. And I got tons of ideas for people too. Yeah, yeah, man. Um. Go ahead. Tell them about the, uh, the ideas. Yeah. So one thing, too, is uh, especially as I the thing is, I you know, I help people turn their talents to income, especially from the journey that I've had reading all these books, learning all these avenues that you can go. It's like, honestly, uh, you can monetize almost anything. Right. <laughs> so as I'm doing all this stuff and learning what I can actually do, just like, you know, expanding my horizons, essentially, it's like, man, let me share this information with other people. And so as I'm sharing this information and, and I'm creating content, that's that's more video ideas. It's like, oh, wait, how did I come up with these ideas? I can share that as an idea. Or how am I creating this content? Someone's interested in how I create my content so I can make that. So then there's so many avenues that you can go because, like, essentially you're just, one, adding value, massive value out there. And, you know, I realized that when I just did the, the quick how to make a website for free on TikTok, like, that was, big one, right? that was the first big one, yeah. Cause like all of us, it was just a reply to a comment, and it wasn't even like you know a high production one. It was just like, yeah, so this is what you do, like click record, play, you know, like started to show them the stuff on the computer, and that was it. And the next thing you know, people like, dang, this is amazing, thank you so much. And then business came from it. People got like hitting me up to do their websites. It was like, whoa, <laughs> so, crazy, bro. Yeah.
Like the fact is, it's just it goes back to what I said in the previous podcast about adding value. And I, like I said, listening to Lupe Fiasco, hearing that that phrase, I was like, yeah, you add value. And once you add value, because everyone can add value to something. Everyone has a skill set. It's just automatic. You just have to utilize that skill set, get in the zone, just make it happen. But once you start to utilize that skill set, you're going to add value automatically. And then, boom, a demand is for you. And next thing you know, you're making money off the skills you created because you added value. So, man, that's what's up, man, that Tyler was able to do that. And like I said, it's just up from here for, for this guy, man. And like I said, this dude is still in his early 20s, man. What the fuck? How old, bro? How old? Uh, 23 right now. 23. 24 in August. 24 in August, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, I told my brother, man, like a couple weeks ago, like, like Tyler reminds me of how I was when I was in my early 20s. I'm 30. I'll be 31 in May. Um, But, the, yeah, shut up. <laughs> but it's um crazy because... Yeah, I see the similarities, but I see the differences in the sense of Tyler's way more business savvy. He understands the dynamics of these things early on uh, than I did. Granted, I was at a different frame of mind, uh, but still, um, the guy just, he understands this shit early. You know what I mean? So it's good that this dude's definitely going to make it into, uh, I see all these guys on the podcast. Tyler, a millionaire. William, a millionaire. My brother, of course, a millionaire. Me somewhere teaching God way to making like 500000 uh, not a million, a million. Rich, rich I'll be rich. I'll be rich. You know, and and I don't want to say I'm I'm I, me. I'm gonna be honest with myself. I don't I don't see myself making a million with the skill set that I have. Um, I see myself making millions with investments, and that's something I want to get into more or less. With the with the teaching, I don't want to be known across the whole world doing this and that and the other. I want to just teach what I love to do, and that's not a lot of money in what I love to do, and I'm cool with that. So I'm gonna make my money elsewhere. So definitely, I'm not gonna. I don't see myself making millions with just teaching. Um, but yeah, um, Will, go ahead and tell us about your uh, your business ventures and what you got going on, man. All right, man, my business ventures. So uh, yeah, just like we're going off of what Tyler said, man. Tyler is like boss, man, and this whole network marketing a genius, a young genius, man. Uh, definitely, uh, I didn't see that coming, man. You know, reaching out to him, I knew he was a smart dude, but I didn't know he was the smartest dude. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad to have him on my team. And uh, just like uh, Spencer was saying earlier, man, you know, he's 31, about to be Tyler's 24, and he's quite younger, but yet he has a completely different skill set. And uh, it's always good to surround yourself with others who have different skill sets and uh, really understand the value of the knowledge that they have, even if they are young, way younger than you or way older than you or whatever it is. I know a lot of older people that look down on younger people like, oh, like that person's too young. They don't know anything. But um, you just got to take things for what you see and experience, you know. And uh, Tyler's definitely doing his things. Put me on a lot of uh, network marketing things and uh, just like honestly how to run a business, you know, following the people who do it applying the skills, teaching me a lot. Uh, he's very good, like, with the uh, organization of the content. Like, I know we were talking about maybe last week or so how to get the content to get on YouTube and all this type of stuff is more or less through, I could say, documentation rather than uh, scripting everything out and coming up with videos, but rather just showing experience, showing your experience and showing the viewers your experience and then guiding them along on that same journey with you. Um, so I think that's really huge. Congratulations, man. Um, and I definitely have learned a lot from you. I see a lot of success for all of us, man. All the listeners out there who are getting all this juicy knowledge, you guys are going to be successful as well, man. Make sure you like, subscribe, 
and we're gonna see you at the top, man. Um, but as for me personally, you know, uh, like I said, just applying a lot of stuff this guy's been teaching me, uh, applying a lot of stuff that I learned on my own, you know, wherever I can pick it up, whereas be like Facebook, um, online coaching groups, or, um, you know, right now I'm actually training downtown at uh, the gym with my boy. He's a trainer. He opened up a, a gym, a fitness studio with his girl at a PTS training. So they're doing it, just getting me in there, showing me the ropes, um, and just helping out people to get their nutrition and get their training on point. So I uh, just want to guide as many people as I can to to the shreds. Um, and, of course, I'm doing my own thing. Like, Tyler's kind of showed me, like, you can get the course together, get a course together uh, based off all the knowledge that you know, you know. And some one of the things that I know a lot about is nutrition, you know, uh, the process of losing weight, gaining weight, and this type of thing. So what I did, I put together a course. So um, I got that course out. Uh, if you guys are looking to get shredded, if you guys are trying to make some improvements in your physique, in your uh, weight management, and this type of stuff, summer's coming. We only got like 60-something days, I think. 60-something days, 70-something days, man. Summer's going to be here, man. You can get shredded. So you can get the course if you're interested in that. Um, but, yeah, other than that, you know, stocks are good. Always good to invest in stocks and stuff. I try to do that as much as I can. And uh, really just freelance, freelance work. I like to be my own boss, man. So, uh yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me as as far as business. Um, and for me, I'm just right now in the phase of just learning, applying things, and building my own company at New Wave Coaching. So, hey, it's a journey, man, and uh, I'm glad to be here with y'all, man, doing this. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That's definitely Will. He's definitely one of the, uh, the strong calisthenics guys in Grand Rapids, uh, West Michigan in general. And uh, I was just talking with him earlier about doing a, a handstand seminar because – I think uh, we have a lot to offer in that area, and he's one of the guys that I respect in terms of the handstand. Well, overall, but the handstand, that's just what he does well in. So get back to it, bro. That's no, the one I mastered. Yeah, no bullshit. <laughs> like, get back to it, because that's a seminar we could definitely host in uh, midsummer. Um, if, if we could push it, if we have to push it back, we could push it back. But I definitely want to get a uh, – because I know a couple people that would be interested already. So, yeah, um, I definitely want to uh, get you guys listen to my brother a little bit. Um, like I said, I don't want him to talk so much about the experience that I want you guys to hear because it's definitely a unique experience, and I'm proud of him as a, uh, a young man becoming a, a, a man. Like, he's becoming – I see him as a cub, man, and I help raise this kid. He's like my son almost. So it's just like seeing him grow into a man that he is today is crazy. So um, go ahead. and You didn't quite discuss – what an athlete, what do you mean as an athlete? Because we're all athletes. Everyone at this table is. Um, but I'm like a real, I'm like okay. a This is what I'm saying. This is. So, yeah, tell, tell us about, like, not so much your experience, bro, but, like, what do you do as an athlete? Um, maybe someone, when you discuss what type of athlete you are, some of the stuff that you, you know, put your body through and whatnot. Well, yeah. Well, when I say athlete, I mean I'm actually a uh, fighter. I'm, I'm actually a uh, boxer. And uh, we put ourselves through a lot of stuff. I mean, man, I just got done, you know, coming off of a big weight cut. Just cutting weight, that's totally not fun at all. I mean, I pretty much hate every moment of cutting weight. <laughs> and uh, just putting on sauna suits. Shit sucks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, when you put on the sauna suit, sometimes – you feel like you're literally in the pits of hell, just how hot that damn suit can really get. And 
But yeah, man. I mean, but in the end, it's always like worth it. You know what I mean? When you step underneath the lights. But I mean, just, yeah, just type of thing that you have to have a passion for. Is I mean, like no, no one really. I mean, I always say fires are special people because, you know, there's not a lot of human beings out there that that will actually get hit inside the head and keep coming back for more. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, just really ask yourself that. Would you be willing to really put yourself through that kind of punishment? Not saying that I'm better than anyone else. Not at all. I mean, these guys are, you know, pursuing things that are a lot more, uh, there will probably be smarter choices, but mine's is a little bit, I mean, you know, I guess you can say more brainless. I mean, my passion is just more about, you know, they're trying to, like, you know, help people. I guess I'm just trying to just beat people up, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, but besides that, I mean, it's just a passion of mine. But at the same time, I mean, not saying that I'm out here just kicking everyone's ass because I got my ass kicked a couple times too. I mean, but it just comes with, with the um, territory. And, yeah, I mean, besides yeah, um, definitely. Um, I wouldn't say it's a brainless thing, bro. To be honest with you, it's a brave thing. Using your heart. And using your heart, and ultimately, I don't think anyone is in a position to say that whether someone's life passion is brainless, stupid. It's it's your passion. When I hear anyone say they want to pursue, when they pursue their passion or dream, it's just like, yo, shout out to you. Being courageous in a world that wants to stifle creativity, want to stifle the entrepreneur spirit. Um, inside of people, the cre the natural creativity we all have to pursue something, man. So it's not a brainless thing. Her, certainly, if I was 25, I would pursue boxing. Like, I would become a pro. Um, but now it's just like I have to leave that in the hands of you. And you know, possibly um, when my kid is born, whether it be a boy or uh, a male or female. But the boy, <laughs> it's certainly, yeah, we we definitely do. I'm leaning towards the boy, but just a healthy baby overall. But yeah, yeah. So I'm not here to judge whether something's brainless or not, man. Listeners, really listen, guys. Like, pursue what you want to pursue. I don't care what it is. Just be the damn best at it, and keep putting in that work because it's a universal formula. And the more the, uh, the constant work that you put in, you're gonna reach success. So, um, go ahead, go ahead, Tyler. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, and so even like back when you're saying, you know, it's not brainless. It's not like there's so much mechanical stuff that goes into all of this. Like at first, you know, you're gonna get in there. And now you're going to think, how do I even throw a punch? So you got to learn all the basics, got to learn how to, you know, throw, how to move your feet, how to move your body and all that stuff. Once you have that down, then it becomes like second nature. That kind of flows. Now you got to read your opponent, how he's going to move. How, how are you going to learn, you know, how to dodge, when to move? Should I take this hit? Should I not? All these little subconscious things. And then you combine those with what you already knew. Now that's a whole system by itself. So you're able to flow with that. Maybe then you add some extra components to it. You got to get better and upgrade. And there's always more and more layers to it. And then you just start to flow realistically. So <clears throat> every every talent has this this learning process. And what's crazy is if you can break down that learning process and teach someone any of those sections, you could turn your talents to income. That's legit. <laughs> um, Jay, did you want to say something? I mean... Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Did you want to say something? The only thing that I would probably add to is, I mean... You have to, you have to constantly keep working on your craft, no matter what it is. I mean, everything, everything is conscious at first, but then when you work on it, everything just gonna become like second, 
nature, just like what Tyler said. I mean, it it just gonna be in so instinctual where when you do certain things. I know from me, from a fire standpoint, when I do certain things, I don't even know that I'm even doing it until I actually see it on the film. Some guys would tell me, hey, man, you were doing this. You, you did great on this. I'm like, man, shit, I didn't even know I even like did that. But then I look at the film, and then, yeah, then I actually, it turns out that I did do it. But it it just that hours and hours repetition of shower boxing and heavy bad work, or no matter what you do, let's say, I don't, I don't know, what if you play basketball, let's say if there's certain moves that you do in there, that you practice it constantly, then sooner you just don't even like think about it, it just instincts, but you know, it's it just amazing how like the human body operates, like, operates, just because we are definitely creatures of habit, so when you constantly, constantly work on certain, certain things, it just becomes habit. And then those habits just become things that you don't even have to think about. So, yeah. You know he a rookie when he says, so, yeah. That's like the old rookie thing, like, you know, when you get done writing, like, reading the paper from your class, he's like, blah, 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 yeah, and art was the best. I mean, I used to pretty much do that all the time, especially in school, because I used to just pull shit out of my ass all the time, especially when I had to do a book report. They said, hey, did you read the book? Hell no, I didn't read the book. I used to just listen to what everybody else said. And hey. they just, um, pretty much just present whatever they just said. I said, oh, man. Do I, I, hey, man. Speaking of that, I remember uh, one time I was in school one time. You know, I, I forgot what book we were uh, reading. But anyways, we were, like, separated within groups. And I think, actually, no, no, no. Like, that was a different one. Well, but anyways, we had to read a book. We had to present what we think about it, I was like, shit, I didn't fucking read it. I'm like, damn, okay. So, but luckily, they she didn't, like, call me first. So, I was like, okay. She called on someone, so I was like, okay. I'm about to just pull up, pull, pull out the damn notebook and just literally take notes on whatever they said and make it seem <laughs> like that they were my notes. And I literally just, like, studied that notes while everybody else was talking. I was like, okay, okay, I got, like, a good... Got I got like a good gist of it, and by the time she called on me, I was I was over there telling telling the damn book like I had read this and you know read this book, studied it, and I really loved the book. It made it seem like I was really passionate by like I didn't really give a damn about it, and then she actually did buy it, and I ended up getting like a damn A on it. But uh, Crazy. the people the people that that she knew me, they already knew. They said, "What wow, man, dude, you didn't even read the book, but you were talking about it like you knew." I was like, "Yeah, exactly." I, I was just I was just I was literally listening to what everybody else was everybody else said. But yeah, man, hey, sometimes you gotta like fake it until you make it. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and yeah, exactly. That's some clever shit, though. Like, to be like, all right, y'all might listen to these motherfuckers. I remember this dude in my class that did something like that. I was in sixth grade. He had the paper down. And he acted like he was reading shit from this paper. I'm like, ain't shit on that damn paper. He just reading. He just mimicked. He just pretty much memorized what everybody else was saying. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Like, back to what Tyler was saying, too. Because he said something that really spoke to me, too. And the fact is, um, um, the fact is, when you first learned the art of fighting, I don't want to make this a, this a whole other podcast, but when you make when you pursue the art of fighting, you don't know how to throw how to properly throw a punch, kick, whatever it might be. And so, as soon as you start getting like those repetitions in, it starts to become second nature. I always call that the flow or ultra instinct uh, uh, state. And so, from that point, you read your opponent, and that's where the intelligence has to come in. 
because you have to understand behavioral patterns with fighters. And it's not, you can't be a, there's some dumb ass boxers. People that are like, they legit don't, they just are stupid. I'm not going to name some of the fighters, but they're dumb. And my brother is one of those fighters that he kind of under, he not kind of, he understands how a person fights. Which, we'll talk about that more in a different podcast. But and like, another thing people don't realize when it comes to like, when you get more advanced in combat sports, yeah, it's about setting people up. Yeah, of course, but people got to realize there's two sides of that. Okay, if you can set them up with that kind of thing, from what you learn how to set people up, you actually know when they're setting you up. So, at the same time, you also got to be able to read when they're trying to set you up. It's just like sometimes I know, so okay, this guy trying to walk me in into a damn left hook just because he's keep throwing that damn jab. And I just know that the damn left hook is coming because he's trying to, like, turn that. I can tell that he's trying to turn that sh- turn that uh, shot into a left hook because he's he's throwing the jab and he's reading my reaction, especially if, if a guy's. You know, parry goes out to parry the shot, you know what I mean, with the right hand, and they overextend their arm, and then you know that, that they're going to be a sucker for a left hook. But there's many other, inst- I mean, examples of that. But, yeah, I might just pass off. Exactly. Yeah, boxing, martial arts is uh really good. You know, I think that martial arts and, and just combat sports in general kind of relates to everything in life. You know, like how you were saying – there's a lot of different moves or how you might go into see somebody like a, a throw move, maybe like a judo move. Um, you might just see that move and be like, oh, he just threw him. But there's actually a whole s- step sequence behind it. I had to grab here, twist here, rotate around, spin this way. And then the the, the throw is completed, you know. And I think a lot of things in life, you know, like YouTube, you might think like, oh, like this YouTube, this 13-year-old kid on YouTube is just good at it, and he's just naturally talented. No, there's actually a lot of small things that he had to go in there and do. He had to go in, oh, how do you do the editing? How do I get the content? What kind of content should I be getting? What kind of audience is going to be watching this content? So you have to go in there and really study the game. Once you can study the game enough, you know, you'll get that game, and it'll be inside of your head naturally so that... um You'll just be able to react. You'll be able to say, oh, you know what? This is a YouTube video. Or, oh, you know what? This kid's about to throw a kick at me with his <laughs> a left hook kick, you know, and you can call it and see it or whatever it is, you know. So um, I say uh, just go into life as like a student of martial arts and just be like wax on, wax off. You know, everything that you're doing can be kind of cultivating and building a current skill set. You know, maybe you're going into the store just buying some food or something and you're just casually talking. That can be your public speaking. Or maybe you're uh, just, like, cleaning your car out. This can be a practice of self-discipline. So uh, I never I never, I never try to disca- discount those smaller things. I always try to continue to stack those things on and they continue to uh, elevate your game. You know? Hold on. Um, yeah. Um, would you hold on? What you want to say? But that's why I definitely give a lot of credit to my uh, brother here, just because he's into the content creation business, and and I definitely see like I'd be like, dude, how the hell do you even like keep coming up with different things? Because to me, I feel like I would like literally run out of shit to say within the first week. But he just keeps on. He just keeps on pulling out content and. And his followers is continuously growing. I mean, I don't know how he does it. I mean, shit, I'll be like, 
boxing? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'll just be like, shit, I can fight. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he just somehow just pulls out ideas. I mean, shit, he just pulls out ideas out of his ass. Me, I, I, I just, I have to think long and hard, meditate, and then sometimes I still just come up empty. I mean, but then again, I, I don't know. But he definitely always been the uh, smart brother. But hey, uh, here you I okay. mean, you shit. off the mic now. <laughs> Uh, my bad guys for that brief interruption. I, I thought I saw some across the room. I was like, oh shit, what the hell was that? Is that El? Oh, that El Kukui? Damn, I can never say that name right. But look, guys, um, we gotta wrap up this podcast, man, because we got shit to do. We got moves to make, man. So look, man, um, I'm gonna tell you guys about the business ventures I have. You guys already know me as usual. I'm always grinding, doing my thing. Shout out to uh Tyler, Will, my brother Jay, aka Fat, uh, for especially my brother too for coming on for the podcast. Guys, hope you guys enjoyed it as usual. Take it some from it because I know I just screamed in y'all fucking ear. But look, it's your boy Spence Crosby, a.k.a. Faiska. I said Faiska, Faiska, bringing that lightning. And I got your, we got Ill Will, a.k.a. The Professor, Tyler's Wellness, and my brother, JP, a.k.a. Fat. We out this bitch. We out this motherfucker by the Jordan Sunshine. You feel me? I think it's Sunshine. But anyway, it's all right. It's all right. And then you probably think you got these damn good people probably thinking that I'm like fat as hell. And like, he's not fat. He's, <laughs> he's not, he's not fat. There's by trophies me. in this room. Yeah, there's a lot of trophies in the room we're in right now. His brother's a fat-ass boxer? Like, no, no, no. He's going he's gonna to tell you guys more about the experience uh, next week. So, yeah, until then, guys, we're going to go ahead and head out because we got shit to do. We don't say peace. We say... Ashe! Ashe!